Welcome to My Heart Songs podcast number 138, Authenticity Rocks. At our men's group meeting this week, the topic was authenticity. A few years back, I had given a talk on this subject for a local long-standing spiritual group in town called The Celebration. So it was good to revisit the topic with fresh eyes and open heart. How do we define this for ourselves? What does it mean to be authentic in today's world? There are many ways to answer those queries. I came back initially to the principles I explored at that gathering. The first is, I walk my talk. Serving and savoring. Service in the sense of deep mutuality. A quote from Rachel Naomi Raymond comes to mind. Helping, fixing, and serving represent three different ways of seeing life. When you help, you see life as weak. When you fix, you see life as broken. When you serve, you see life as whole. Am I living a balanced life of being, doing, having based on my most cherished values? Am I being kind, generous, creative, of service, and savoring and loving the planetary beauty and abundance all around me? Savoring for me also means that I pay attention to slowing down, and avoid rushing, which, as I've mentioned before, I perceive as a form of violence against self or others. The second aspect of being authentic is that I tell the truth to myself and to others. My 95-year-old aunt used to say, Do you want the truth or do you want to feel good? Just one of her wisdom pearls I will always keep with me. So many of us remain strangers to ourselves and prisoners of our cultural conditioning. Michael Franks is one of my favorite musicians. He's from the cool school of jazz, with incredibly creative lyrics that never fail to entertain and inspire. One of the tunes from his Music in My Head album goes like this. It seems so harmless when you first misplace it, but once it's lost, it's awfully hard to trace it. Before you know it, you've forgotten where... Where you hid the truth. We learn our Lincoln, but we do not heed it. So draw a treasure map in case you need it. Out past the jungle, which can sure obscure. Where you hid the truth. Why not reshirk your temple do? And hope that you can find a clue to where you hid the truth. (laughs) My voice is way out of practice. Telling the truth also acknowledges my own imperfections. I have explored my own shadow side, have a sense of its wounds and the blessings that sleep next to them. Rather than denying, minimizing, suppressing, or repressing my own personal variations on the theme of personal darkness, I acknowledge and face that murky inner gloom. I don't lie to avoid conflict, and I rely upon the notion of right speech is what I am about to say true, kind, and necessary. Truth-telling can be tricky business. There are less than 10,000 shark attacks each year. That statement is true, but also misleading since the number actually averages only around 80 worldwide. I have to be careful not to engage in such truth-twisting with myself. Being in integrity also asks me to gaze within whenever I feel triggered, 
rather than point the finger of blame at the other, and I honor my commitments and do as I said I would. What truth do I hide from myself that, if revealed, I'd be freer? A worthy inquiry. The third pillar of authenticity is that I have developed a certain degree of emotional fluency. This means I have a sense of my inner emotional life and can express it in ways that are not destructive to myself or others. Many of my previous podcasts are devoted to understanding the basics of mad, sad, glad, and afraid, and beyond. A huge focus for me in 35-plus years of men's work has been to invite men to develop this incredible inner resource to deeply understand and appreciate the vast territory of feelings. Many spiritual paths provide assistance in dealing with the traumatic, the tragic, and the tormenting. What is clear is that if we do not touch and transform our own pain, we will end up transmitting it to others. Emotional fluency opens the door to both healthy grieving and forgiveness. The final aspect of being authentic is that I have healthy boundaries. I have my yes, my no, and my maybe that lift me above the tricky reefs and hazardous shoals of people-pleasing. I choose what to conceal or reveal in terms of my emotional life and the inner sanctum of my thoughts. Healthy boundaries are both spacious and flexible, imbued with self-respect and respect for the other. So that's my summary of being authentic. Walk my talk and live my values. Be in integrity and tell the truth to myself and others attain some degree of emotional fluency, and maintain healthy boundaries. Of course, being authentic is a bit like playing ball on running water. I come and go from embodying it, falling down and getting up again. But the intention is there to stay on the horse. The biggest challenge for me is that I, like most humans, am filled with conflicting desires. Cognitive dissonance is defined as the state of having inconsistent thoughts, beliefs, or attitudes, especially as relating to behavioral decisions and attitude change. It can create discomfort and stress, and we don't like it, so we may vacillate from one extreme to another or try to get our behaviors more congruent with our values. I want to support my family, and I don't want to stay in a dead-end job. I want to respect and care for the planet, and I'm not ready to give up the freedom of my automobile. I keep my monogamy agreement, and there is the lure of the other. I want to have creative time alone, and yet I need to spend time with my children. I want to support local businesses, yet I enjoy the carless ease of online shopping. You get the idea. Perhaps being authentic is the willingness to stay the course in these gray zones, to acknowledge the inherent tension without being engulfed by a war within to hold my conflicting desires and my blind spots as I would a confused child with kindness, compassion, and attentive listening. Thanks, as always, for tuning in to these podcasts. And remember, friends and family can easily sign up at myheartsongs.org.